The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Today, we're talking about how to build a beautiful, modern figure skating performance with one of the masters at work, Benoit Richaud is a French figure skating choreographer who's trusted to design programs for the highest level Olympic and international figure skaters. This conversation is also relevant though to anyone applying an artistic touch to their performance, be it snowboarding, even sports that have been confirmed for Paris 2024 like skateboarding, breaking and surfing. Plus, I know Benoit has some interesting views on early ends to sporting careers, moving in new directions, listening to your feelings, why social media is actually amazing if you really think about it, and how to give top level tips to a top level start from your living room. So we have a lot to get through, Benoit. Hello, ça va? Hey, I'm good, bonjour, like we said in France. Thank you so much uh, to invite me to your podcast. It's a real pleasure to finally see you in real, or I don't know how we can call that, but it's a pleasure to be here with you. So um, why figure skating? You know, uh, how did you get into everything? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from a little town in the south of France. So it's not really a place where people love to figure skate, I would say. and. Um, I got lucky in a way to follow my cousin who was skating. And when I saw her doing that, I <laughs> directly decided I want to try. And as directly when I stepped on the ice, I felt it was this spot was made for me. And uh, so I started my uh, young career as a figure skater in uh, Avignon in the south of France. And really fast, I realized that I was a terrible jumper. And uh, that that maybe I have to try more ice dance because I everyone was kind of saying I was uh, I was really good in the artistic side back in the time of the old uh, judging system, and so I decided then to move to ice dance and I was also really lucky because back in that time France in Lyon they had the best they have one of the best centers in the world with Olympic champion Anisina Pezera. So they took me in this academy and uh, I did uh, an international career. I did junior world, European championship, junior Grand Prix. But I quit really young at the age of uh, 21, just before to move to senior. And uh, after that, I totally changed uh, direction. I came back home. I started to work in a bar because, of course, you know, I, need, uh, I needed to have a job and to have money. And then I started to study music because I, I become an electronic musician. And uh, then I did again something else. I decided to go to study acting in a school in Paris called the Cours Florent. And, uh, and figure skating came back to me. We proposed me to do dancing on ice, which is something I really didn't want to do it. But then I was like, oh, I need to try. And I tried, and uh, that was one of the most important moments because because of that I reconnect to figure skating. And like few months after this experience, I decided to come back in figure skating, and I started to coach ice dance. 
and uh, and then from this coaching experience as a nice dance coach which i did like for a years maybe uh very quick i started to go into the direction of choreography it was really not something i wanted to do like uh, i really wanted to become an ice dance coach but uh, experience by experience i went in the direction of uh, choreography and i really realized after that this is the right i mean i don't know if it's you can say it's the right choice but the life wanted me to go to this direction it was very it it, it was really a natural process very organic you know i just went to this direction and then one day i realized oh i'm a choreographer actually now <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you some people fight you know to that that feeling you know, like as though I'm being pushed in this direction, but my heart is in this other direction. And so good for you for um, for listening to yourself and other people and being pushed in the right direction because, wow, it's gone very well. <laughs> the choreography. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I always used to say, uh, I, I say that a lot to my skaters and people who are around me, I always said that um, it's very important to listen your feeling. You know, I keep repeating that and I, maybe I'm, people are going to get tired to hear that from me, but uh, that's really how I came to what I am doing now, you know. It's because I think, you know, the, in your life there is doors and uh, you let's let's not be scared to open these doors and and uh, and go in a way and have experience and to see i think life giving us like direction and we have to take it you haven't mentioned uh the your background in in dance but you know you must have a very interesting relationship with with dance and what kind of things and what places have you studied? I'm also, uh, I can kind of say, because, you know, many people criticize the new way of life, you know, with technology. And um, I think I, I was part of this generation that I grew up when YouTube came. And um, I'm... Of course, when I was skating in Lyon, in this big academy, I had the opportunity to do a lot of dance, especially during summer camp. You know, we were we, every week we had like all different kind of dance. We could do hip hop from Charleston to ballet, to contemporary, to uh, modern jazz, to cha-cha. We were really working on every kind of direction of dance. My coach was Romain Gonower. He's the coach of Papadakis. And uh, so that was al already one very good thing. And after I have to say that I was very, very, very curious. And uh, I was spending hours and hours on internet, on YouTube, and uh, trying to understand, you know, all of the kind of dance that, uh, and I was lucky because I could find a lot of information and a lot of video was there and I was my eyes was just bright open and I was watching everything. I also remember really well because when I came to Ice Dance, I have no uh, story, you know, of figure skating. And I remember uh, back in that time, probably the young generation gonna laugh when I'm gonna say that, but 
it was kind of a forum because you couldn't find any video of figure skating and you have to log in in forum and you have to share what you had and uh, basically people was sharing their video so i i maybe had like 500 video of all the old skater like from uh, like Torville Dean, the Duchesnay, uh, John Curry, Brian Orser, all of these people. And I was watching that for hours and hours, trying to understand, you know, their programs, everything. I think at that time, I, I learned a lot when I was, uh, when I was like between 15 and 20, I learned a lot by watching a lot. And it's a little bit like, I think, a new way of learning right now. Uh, I think the internet can be bad, but it also can be can open a lot of doors if you want to learn. But yeah, to come back to the question exactly, at this time, I was very interested by contemporary uh, dance, of course. That's modern dance, contemporary dance. Uh, I, I was not really attracted by classic dance, or even if I love to do ballet class or everything, because I think it's a base, it's very important. But my taste and uh, I really enjoyed watching uh, things who are kind of new. This is for sure that. <laughs> With something like, uh, to use a comparison to skateboarding, you see now that people look at the tricks on Instagram or whatever, the video is so accessible for people that it's become like a worldwide movement to push things forward. And it's exponential how fast things have moved because of the access. And I feel like it's just people know it's possible. So say you're born in, you know, you in the south of France or me in the northwest of, of England. Now we can just log on to the internet and, and see all these amazing things and go down these rabbit holes, see what's possible, and maybe send a message to Stefan Lambiel or whoever it is <laughs> that's your hero, Brian Orsa, and maybe they'll reply. <laughs> you know, and so that is incredible. That did not happen, you know, uh, and I feel like that is one of the reasons why we're seeing these such the boundaries being pushed to the absolute maximum in, in sport, but especially sport with artistic expression, with which is figure skating and other things like skateboarding. So what a time to be alive, basically. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But yeah, like, like you said, like, I, I think, you know, like... Um... I really, I really do believe that uh, social media are good things because they connect people. And uh, and like you said, uh, I always think about the people who don't have access to things and uh, just to feel that they can learn or they can hear, or you know, in and not just in sports, you know, in many, many different uh, discipline and you. I think, like like you said, I think about these people who don't have access of maybe big place where they can skate, small country, and uh, you know, like they can look, they can. That's why I try always, you know, like to. Um, I understand that uh, it's. I you know when I started to show, I speak about now my work. Many people were saying like, "Oh, why you show your improvisation, or why are you showing?" your your work and i i'm like i'm not afraid 
to uh, to to anything you know i said we are in 2020 i i, I don't see the things like that because uh, I, I see it more like as a gift you know and not that a gift like oh what i give you is amazing not at all some people appreciate some people don't this is life you know you, this is uh, normal and uh, but i really appreciate to to give the possibility to people to look at it and maybe try you know and uh, that's why also uh, i started now to create uh, carte blanche labs it's uh, something on uh, it's kind of a media specialized in figure skating with music with video and uh, the idea is to sharing the love of figure skating at maximum everywhere you know and uh, i have an amazing team who work with me to to do that and uh, really the idea like you said it's i think about all of these people who doesn't have big access and then because of because you propose them very good video very good content then people can learn and they can you can make in a way idea is like you said using the social media to make the love of figure skating going higher i think that's something very important because like you said i think People who doesn't like figure skating is just because they have no idea what is figure skating. If you get a little bit interest, then I think you're becoming fan of figure skating. What has it been like recently? How have you managed to, you know, because these figure skaters, they have to qualify for the Olympic Games. So there's a lot of pressure on making sure you're not left behind. So how has it been working recently? Yes, so it has been a very, very interesting year. So in many, many points, because uh, everything was new, I think. And uh, I think also it was interesting, I would say, to the skater, because that was probably one of the first times they really have time to have a break, a real break. So it means that, uh, because you know usually you know figure skater have a crazy life like uh, i have to say they compete they work every day and then when season is finished then i mean season is never finished i always said we call uh, 2021 20 but you know it's a, it's a non-stop season without without any break because as soon as they are finished they do shows and when they do finish shows they do choreography and then they start to prepare for the next season so i think like it was like a good opportunity for the skater to also reconnect with themselves. And I feel that many skaters grew up a lot mentally. So maybe they lose a little bit of technique, but technique will come back with more practice. I'm not so scared about that. But I have to say that uh, I think it was good to also for them having the time to maybe asking themselves normal question. You know, why I am doing that? Uh, you know, and you know, also sometimes, you know, when you disconnect from love, uh, from anything that you love, then you start to realize, oh, I love that. <laughs> you, 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 no, but you, you know, this is because all of these figure skaters, they all love to skate. But I feel that maybe sometimes they lose this feeling. And I guess this COVID-19, I try, you know, I think there is positive things, of course, and uh, in any situation. 
And this is one of the of the positive effect. But yeah, I sorry, I went in a, a total that was, direction. <laughs> that was good. So um, yeah, COVID nineteen. I think um, I think I have to say that the skater I work with are really brave, and uh, nobody was scared to because it was kind of like a challenge okay this is the situation we cannot travel so i was first thinking that most of my skater are gonna said i don't want to work with you anymore uh like at least for this season but then people just said no we we have to find a solution and um and very quick from the really beginning i started to do everything on uh, online i started to do all the choreography online I did Kaori Sakamoto online. I did Shun Sato online. I did uh, Brady Tunnel online. I, I did many, many, many skater online. And uh, and the interesting thing is that it worked, you know? <laughs> so, so, of course, it's, uh, it's not uh, what I love. It's not the best. It's not... Uh, but in the situation we are living this is the best because there is no other solution the other solution is will be to not do it so i guess uh, you know it's making uh, the situation then making make everything comfortable you know but yeah of course it's it's kind of you know especially making choreographies um, the choreography have a, choreographers we have a special price uh, place sorry the choreographer have a special place uh, with the skater because we are we are there, but not all the time. And uh, I would say in a way that we are giving them a little bit fresh hair. You know, being a coach is hard. It's complicated because the coach is every day with his skater and is repeating the same thing. And the choreographer came sometime during the season. We work five times during the season, six times, maybe more. But um, we are this, we, we are, the relation we create with the skater are something a little bit different. And uh, so I think for the, for the skaters, I miss that. But in a way, I would say I never, I was never so connected to my skaters than now. I'm seeing every day most of my skater online. And uh, when we need to fix something, now we do it. And I think we didn't realize in the past, but there is many things we could have fixed before when we, because before I never did any online uh, choreography. Yes, I did one choreography for Jeremy about uh, uh, USA champion. Uh, we did like one, I did one choreography online and that was actually a very successful work. And uh, I remember we realized both of us, oh, it's possible to do something online. I remember I was uh, in my living room choreography, choreographing his uh, program. That's what I did th this year. But um, but yeah, like I said, the experience was also to uh, realize, oh, there is things that can be done like that. So of course, not everything. I think when we're going to come back to normal, uh, we, I'm not going to continue to work so much online, but I still think that I'm going to keep some time lesson online to fix little things or to check the program. And, uh, so, so yeah, this is a, this is one of the interesting things. 
I feel bad for your neighbors with you bouncing around. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that's, I don't know, whoever you live with as well. No, I, interesting. I, look, you want to know a funny story? So yesterday, uh, I was in a parking place charging my cars. I have an electric car and um, I was with Brady Tunnel and I had to show her something and she didn't understand. I put the phone outside and I started to make the choreography and all the other cars was also charging. They were watching me and they were like, this guy is totally crazy. And, and after I told her that and she was like, oh my God, that's the most hilarious uh, thing that I heard. I think if you, if I, you, I will have record that, that, uh, that moment, I think people will, will have laughed. It was really funny. I feel like Beijing will be cathartic in some ways for a lot of people because by that point, we're going to have this wonderful celebration of sport in this huge, big arena in China. Um, it's exciting, right? You know, are, are people already talking about that? They have to, right? This must be the big goal for everybody when you're, um, when you're talking. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Like I always said, and you know, to uh, there is world championships, there is Grand Prix, there is European championships, there is four continent, there is national. People remember Olympic game. You know, Olympic is Olympic. You know, this is like uh, it's for me. It's something magic. It's almost something like um, when you think about this uh, Star Wars movie you see something like you want to be part of it, but you feel that it's, it's not real, you know? And uh, I think uh, Olympic game has, has this, um, this magic spirit of building something that you cannot really describe. I, I keep repeating this, I said that already before, but for me, it has this thing that it looks magic. It's a big celebration and I don't know, and um, I think for the skater, uh, they just think about that, you know, because you go to world championship. I mean, I'm not saying that world are not important. World are very important. You, all the other competitions are important, but everyone, when they practice, they think about Olympic game. That's, you know, that's, that's the goal, I, I, I would say. And, uh, and from all the people who was there, they all, everyone kind of saying all the same. That was the best experience in my life, you know? And uh, so, of course, I think Olympic game going to be, of course, affected in maybe because maybe the result going to be different. Maybe podium not going to be the podium we expected because of course, COVID-19 kind of cut the preparation of most of the skater. But the thing is, you know, this is how it is, you know? And uh, so maybe podium will be different. Maybe uh, new skater gonna come faster because they had more time to prepare. Maybe uh, you cannot really say anything, but 
but I think Olympic game gonna be there and the skater will do their best to skate and to give like uh, to give performance that people will remember because uh, that's the idea really for the skater I think they all wants to be they all wants to give a performance that you remember world championships should be the the, the top but actually you know plot twist there's this extra thing on top of everything where it's even harder somehow to uh the pressure's even bigger and even more people are watching and you know it's 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 what makes it so special and exciting and yeah i'm I, i'm getting excited just thinking about it <laughs> yes, yes 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 and and i'm sure this olympic game gonna be really really well organized and well prepared because when i was um when i was in uh, in china uh, i uh, i heard few things and i think it's gonna look amazing this olympic game in beijing i think they're gonna china gonna prepare that really well and uh, they're gonna make sure everyone have uh, an amazing experience i want to talk about music Obviously, there's the classics. They've got a lot of, like, you know, behind them, the classics. I love it. Yeah, what's your taste? I like every kind of music. I like quality, you know. That's, for me, uh, what is important. I don't think... I think if you like music, you cannot say, oh, I don't like Brazilian music or I don't like uh, classic music. I think there is quality in every kind of music. What I try to do, and uh, it's like I'm really connected to new music. It's like uh, I stay, I don't want to be that kind of person that, you know, that when you are 40, 50, you just listen to the old music. And I, I already see around me so many friends and they are already, they are already stuck in their time. I'm, I appreciate all the music that my kids are listening, you know, and uh, they actually make me discover a lot of things because they are, their eyes are, they hear are open, eyes is open. And so I'm, I'm really open to, to all kinds of music. And I think there is amazing quality music now that are produced. And, and again, we are in a time that where it's so, it's so easy to find music. So easy to find music. We have everything on our phone, you know, and uh, it's like it's un almost unlimited. You imagine you have access of library of music that you can listen 24 hours a day. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I find good music every day, every, every day. And that's why, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of classic music. And I think people can see I use classic. I use also very modern music. And, uh, but I have, I'm always trying to find uh something will looks a little bit different you know that's i prefer to uh, to come with a new music i remember the years of olympic games the last olympic game um when i made uh, the girls i work with uh, i made Yvette Todd skating on acdc and listen to me everyone was saying you are totally crazy benoit it's not possible it's not possible to use this music uh, and I was like, uh, guys, we are in 2018. Okay, what is the problem by making a girl skating on ACDC and having a black pants leather? 
you know and the funny story is that everyone was saying it was bad and then she went to olympic game and yvette was she didn't do she didn't do medal or top 10 but then everything got viral and everyone started to be crazy about her program because when they saw at olympic games she was skating on acdc then rolling stone magazine did articles speaking about her that she had the best music then she had an article on new york times that they were saying that he was the coolest music and uh, and then after the olympic then everyone was fine because you know olympic game have such a big exposure and is really modern and it's making also figure skating going a little bit outside of the conservative world, I would say. And, uh, and he make also the world watching, much more people are watching figure skating, I guess, during the Olympic game. And then everyone love it. I also remember the same years I had, uh, what is her name? My, the French skater, Berenice Maite. And she was skating on, I made her skate on Beyonce at the Olympic, uh, at the Olympic game. And everyone was like, Oh my God. I, I remember Rolling Stone magazine that I spoke about. Uh, most of all, they spoke about Ibeto because they see DC and, but they also spoke about Mae. And I was like, oh, that's funny because uh, like most of my choreographies, they speak about it and they not even speaking about the choreo. They just speak about the music choice. So you can see the importance of the music. I think it's, it's, uh, it's very important. And, uh, I really hope people uh, in the future will not be scared to use some different music because I think uh, it's just making figure skating even better. I think, come on, you see a girl skating on ACDC at Olympic game with a black leather pants. And, and I have to say, uh, I didn't do that because I'm an ACDC fan. Eh? I love ACDC, but I'm not listening to ACDC. I just appreciate so much their music. It's so powerful, so strong, and I think it's cool. You know, it's time to make uh, to make it connected to uh, you know uh, what we are living now. You know, uh, at a point. So, like I said, I will make program on Sun Lake. I did program also on Romeo and Juliet, but I also can make program on. You imagine at Olympic Games, I did a program on Cinderella with Brady Tunnel. And I also did a program with ACDC with Yvette Todd, which is, so, you know, it's that, that, that's the magic of our sports. And uh, my job is that you can really go in so many different directions. And, you know, talking about music, um, I speak with, uh, I, I work with two person. I work with Hugo in Canada, who is a specialist in music and uh, he create and design uh, music for skater and it was really helpful to help me to go faster in my work and to find new ideas and I also work with uh, Cedric Tour who was a friend of me and who is an amazing composer and he also worked in Carte Blanche Labs the the kind of major agency I created and uh, he create from beginning to the end music which is absolutely amazing because i never had the chance to really have i had the opportunity to have arranged music or but to have fully created music for a skater is just amazing i did this year a program for the young uh, young skater who is starting to make uh, better and better result uh, italian skater daniel grassel 
and uh, we I did the program for him this year on the, the idea was a joker I was I was so in love with the movie the new movie that came out that uh, I was like oh, I need to make a program on it and then I realized that the music is good but the music is not good for figure skating so then I called my friend Cedric Tour and I said could you create something and he said of course and he just created an amazing piece of music who is totally focus on figure skating it means that the music is totally created for the skaters so this is like i think the direction i will take not always but one of the direction i will take is i want to propose to the skater uh, to have a piece of music created for them i think it it, it can just create something even even more spectacular I so agree so hard with the composition of music. It is, there is something that is uh, added when, like, don't get me wrong. I think sometimes it's about getting the parts to the different pieces and kind of remixing it. I think that's what happened with Mai, for example. Yes. You know, like she kind of remixed Beyonce basically and gave it a, you know, and that made it super special and unique and, and yeah, I I feel like that's what comes through, and people connect so much when you have the right because it tells us the story is is right in front of your face, you know, yes. and then the, the figure skater can burst through almost, you know, to kind of add to the story, and that's why the classics work so well is because there's a story that's gone before, and yes. you're building on this like wonderful kind of. Yes. Uh, but it's also f great fun to try and do something completely new, you know, and that's that's great too. So I'm so jealous. <laughs> it sounds like a great job. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it, with 2020 being such a challenging year, uh, I think, you know, and it being coming up and being around the holiday season, as they say in America, um, I've I've been asking people about what New Year's resolution they uh, are going to make. Maybe it's not even for themselves. Maybe it's a resolution for the world. What could what should we be doing in twenty twenty one in order to I don't know be better. Um, what we could do in, to be better, um, I think most important thing is i think we should love the people who love us and um, most important we should really show the love we have for people that we love you know because i think sometimes people forgot to say uh, what they feel and uh, sometimes life is so short that uh, i and unpredictable that I think some, it's important to say to the people that are important for you to just tell them that they are, you know. So I would say like uh, just sharing the love and spending time with people that are important for you and delaying the people who are not. Because if there is something that I always said is that life is going so fast that there is no time to lose. You know, I always said to people, 
And I say to my skater, uh, few, not long time ago, I had this this talk with um, with Brady. I said, do you know how many more summer you're going to have in your life? I said, how many more winter you're going to have? I said, maybe I, I, you cannot be precise, but I said, maybe you're going to have like 60, 70 more summer if you are lucky. I said, that's so I want you to enjoy every time you're going to look at the sun, every time you're going to go out, every time you're going to step on ice. Like I said to the skater last time, I, I, I spoke also with another skater and I said, do you know how many days you have until the end of your career? I said, you have 3,000 days. And I said, if you are lucky, 3,000 days. I said, it's not a lot. How many how many more time you're going to come to my... I, last time I was speaking with a skater, I was saying like, I organize a summer camp, Pikais, which is like a, a camp with, um, it's a high level camp, but uh, with exactly the idea we had in uh, what we were speaking at the beginning of, our, beginning of our conversation, all the level are welcome. The only difference is that we're going to teach you professionally, even if you are not a top level skater. And uh, so I organize a camp in summer and for me, it's very important. I really, for me, it's very important to give quality work to the, to the skater, even if they are not a uh, top level skater. So anyway, so I was speaking with a skater of me who come in my camp this year, because we were lucky. I organized my camp in Courchevel this year and I was lucky to still have it. I had to uh, cancel because I also organized a skating skills camp, PKIS skating skills camp, but I couldn't make it because of lockdown. And uh, so one uh, skater of me was there this summer with me on PKIS camp. Uh, I said to him, he was not feeling good. You know, he was uh, kind of sad and some problem with family because of COVID-19. And then you start to realize what is reality in your life. and. And I said to him, uh, okay, now you know it's a man. And uh, I said to him, I said to him, look, try to re understand how many more summer camp you're going to have in your life. I said, make it like a number and you're going to see how it's going to becoming so real. And then he said, oh, I have maybe six more summer camp and then it's done. And I said, yes. So I said, wake up and do what you have to do now, because this is your time. And that's what I always try to make people understand. And uh, is that um, experience of life make me realize that this is a very important part, is that you have to do it and you have to live at 500% your day now, you know? Because like I said, every day, it's like you have a big piece of paper and every day you take one, you put to garbage. And if you do that, I can tell you, you're going to see very quick it start to, to go like that. Because like I said, you know, I'm 32 years old. I will have maybe what? Maybe I will have like uh, maybe 50 more summer. And I have no idea if I will have 50 more summer. That's what I think. Maybe I will have 10, maybe I will have 20, maybe I will have 60 if I'm lucky. But I wanna make sure that I will leave this, the one I have in front of me, I will leave, leave them at 500%. So yeah, to come back to what you were saying at the beginning, uh, 
spread your love. That's what we said. And uh, enjoy every moment. And, <laughs> and eat a little bit of chocolate or cheese. Yeah, I know cheese and chocolate are not, uh, I have no connection, but I can eat chocolate and after eat cheese. But for me, uh, <laughs> it's the same, uh, same standard. Cheese gives me the same pleasure as chocolate. Yes, I'm French. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've worked with some absolute superstars in the past, but how about if we pick some people you haven't worked with, you know, what music would you give them? What would you love to, you know, see them do, you know, past or present, dead or alive? Let's, let's make a quick figure skating program for them, you know. So uh, uh, that's a complicated. I want to work with everyone. So that's very <laughs> that's very compl that's very complicated because I think every skater has something unique, and um, and I love to discover that with them. And but yeah, for sure, like I would say, I would love to work uh, with um, Japanese skater Yuzuru Anu or Shoma Uno. That will be like. Uh, I think that will be something who could be very interesting. Uh, if I will work with them, I'm sorry, but I cannot tell you the idea I have for them. It's too, too, <laughs> too secret. I have, I have idea for the, uh, like, if I will set skater like Yuzuru or Shoma Uno, I, I have some idea for them, but I, I cannot tell you. I, but, I, but I promise if some 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 days it will happen, I promise I will send you a message to tell you before everyone what's, what they're going to skate. <laughs> but, what about someone from the past then? Let's pick so someone from the from, past. From the past, there is one guy that I would absolutely love to meet and work. It's John Curry. Because for me, uh, when I was 15 years old and I discovered his work, I was... I remember I was, I cannot even explain you what I felt. And when I saw John Curry, he gave me the idea of what I'm trying to create now. You know, I, uh, I, um, I don't know if you, yeah, maybe you don't know. I, I, I am starting to create a new show, Carte Blanche show. And Carte Blanche show is exactly the feelings that John Curry gave me. And we, we lose that man so quick. He should, he should have stayed there for much more longer. But he was already pushing the boundary of skating much in front of everyone. He was so modern, so contemporary. And he was proposing unique show uh, connected to art. and. I just created Carte Blanche and it's so sad because now we have COVID-19 and we cannot do the first show and everything. But uh, I created Carte Blanche show to reconnect figure skating to art. You know, I want that people got experience. I want that people got a feeling. I want that people have this feeling like when they go to opera to see a piece of dance, classic or modern, whatever. I want to do the same on ice and that's going to be carte blanche. So, and it's going to come in the next few months. I'm going to start to do my first show and it's going to be a unique show, totally different from everyone. And like I said, the first skater who gave me that idea was John Curry. And I would have loved to propose him to come to my show and skate and create a piece for that without 
uh, any rules because the idea of carte blanche show is you know you know the name carte blanche it's like you do what you want that's gonna be the idea of my show we do what we want no rules if we don't want to jump we don't jump if we want to spin 20 times we will do 20 spin if we want to do 500 jump we will do 500 jump if we want to do just single axel we will do single axel and not triple that's carte blanche that's what's gonna be it's gonna be art and nice and uh but yeah john curry for sure that's one of the skater i would love to choreograph i would love to um, one skater i'm trying to think green of gordiva for sure that's also thanks to youtube that was uh, probably one of the first time i cried watching her perform performing uh, solo when she just lost her husband and i remember watching that on i mean to just speak about it uh, already i got emo emotion and uh, i would have loved to work with them i met her in uh, california and she's she's amazing you know and she's still skating like an olympic champion i would have loved to choreograph them any kind of music uh, also john curry uh, i think for this kind of skater i will have picked uh, classic music but i will have made in a modern and contemporary way for sure not in a classic ballet way because there these are some skater who are definitely able to do things. Um, so I did pairs, I did men. Torville Dean, of course. No, no, wait. Oh, Nelly, Nelly the Brits. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna think I'm from uh, Great Britain soon. I speak about John Curry, <laughs> I speak about Torville. I don't know, no, look, let's be French. Let's be uh, cheesy. Can we say let's be cheesy? Is that make, uh, you have no sense to say that it, now. It's, it, it, keep going and I'll say, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say in, in let, the end. Let, let's Duchenne. I would love to choreograph for the Duchenne because, but Duchenne are connected to Christopher Dean because he gives them choreography and he pushes them in a modern direction. That's also all of these people gave me, uh, a feeling when I was young, and I think they are part of why right now I want to go in a different direction and I want to push figure skating in a different way. And especially, I think, like you know, there is so many ways to move. And, uh, and like I said, come on, guys, we are in 2020. Look at TikTok, look at look at all of these <laughs> young, young people, how they move so good. I think we need to give them. A new way of moving but yeah Duchenne I would love to choreograph them for ladies I know uh, but my heart is balancing and uh, there is two girls and I'm gonna tell you why I love these two girls so much um, because when I did my first junior world championship they were skating with me and that was my first junior world championship 2006 Ljubljana Slovenia and it was a battle between Queen Yuna Kim and Mao Asada and I would love I would love to choreograph for Yuna Kim like and I would love to choreograph for Mao Asada like uh, that there are two girls that were and like I said 
I remember being sitting at the ice rink and uh, I was a young junior skater and I was my first junior world watching Yuna. You imagine I was watching Yuna Kim <laughs> and Mao Asada <laughs> skating free skate at the junior world. And I, I was like, oh my God, they are from another world, this girl. And uh, so, yeah, I would love to choreograph them for sure. Wow. Yeah. Brilliant. Benoit. Thank you so much for uh, for for sharing and being so honest and and painting some beautiful pictures for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a really good time speaking with you. Olympic Channel Podcast. What an epic conversation with Benoit. Be sure to give him a follow. He's just Benoit Richaud on Instagram. I'm Eddie Knowles with an I and an E, and we are Olympic Channel across all social platforms. We've been really lucky to host some amazing figure skating episodes on the podcast. And in keeping with the French theme for today, why don't you go and check out figure skating pioneer, three-time world silver medalist, and still the only person to land a backflip on one skate in competition, Surya Banali. Here's a clip. Hopefully if you don't fall and you do everything good, okay, I think I did good, okay, good, you're happy. You know, it's not a disappointment, so you're excited. Your, your teammates or your uh, uh, your national team, you know, president is happy because it's a good performance. So I think you say, okay, that's good. Okay, I did a good performance. That's it. Everyone's happy. Your coach happy. And after when you see the result, you're like, what has happened? Why, why, why? So it's just more those things. I think it's more why. Thinking like, I don't get it. You know, and a lot of people say, I don't get it. Why? You know, and you keep turning to the left, to the right, asking the person next to you, why? And there's already no answers. That one and many more are in our feed. Head to olympicchannel.com forward slash podcast for more. Okay, that's it for now then. Stay safe, stay stronger together and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.